0: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. The Public HP Deprivation Index is Ireland's primary social gradient tool. So, what it gives us is a picture of deprivation or affluence for each of the almost 19,000 small areas in Ireland. It's a small area is a geographic unit of about a hundred households. I so think it's a street or a small housing estate. Um, there, there's 620 of those small areas in in Wexford. So, so, does, it, does we, it mean
1: that the persistent disadvantage remains for many communities in Wexford then? I'll let you, uh, sorry for cutting across you there, I'll mm. let you go through more detail first, please.
0: Oh, not at all. So, I suppose, first of all, it's just important to, to define what we mean by deprivation or, or disadvantage. So, we, we begin with the sociological, depriva- uh, de- uh, sociological definition, apologies, which is the absence of possessions, attributes, or opportunities, which are considered the norm by society. So, so we look at, at, at what you have, who you are, and, and where you are. Uh, using data from from the census, the most latest, uh, the latest being the uh, 2022 census information, so we look at educational attainment, unemployment rates, things like population change, 10 measures in total, uh, even things like uh, the calculation of people per room, which can give us a sense of overcrowding, uh, and that allows us to come up then with a score, uh, basically a score between minus 40 and plus 30 of, of deprivation or affluence for each of those small areas in uh, in in the country. Uh, and uh, so I suppose before I go on then to talk uh, specifically about West, about just to say and flag it's, it's important that the reason we do this is is to support, government, to support government departments and state agencies to target resources towards those communities that, that are most in need and disproportionately provide funding or services uh, towards communities um, that, that, that need it the most and it's quite widely used across sectors such as, as health education and, and indeed social inclusion.
1: So now, can we break down the figures into what's happening here in Wexford, please, and the persistent mm-hmm. disadvantage uh, that I talked about there for many communities in Wexford. Mm-hmm. What, can you detail what's happening in Wexford for us a bit more, please?
0: Certainly, I, I can give an overview, although I, I would also encourage yourself or, or any of your listeners to, to log on to our website and, and have a look for, for yourselves. Uh, it's all publicly available information in, in a fairly intuitive um, map format that, that people can access. So pubble.ie and log on to Pubble Maps and you you can see it all here for, for yourselves. Uh, so there, there's 620 small areas in, in Westwood. When we when we aggregate when we average those all up, Wexford is marginally below average. Um, but again, you know, every county will be either marginally above or marginally below when you average up all the small areas. The the real value is is in the detail in terms of looking at the, those individual uh, small areas. So looking at um, certain towns in you know in in the area. We, we tend to see pockets both of, of affluence and of disadvantage typically uh, typically side by side certainly in the more uh, in the more rural sorry in the more urban areas so if we look for example at, uh, at wexford itself um you know there's areas within there certainly there are uh, areas of, of consistent uh, disadvantage and deprivation uh, which we would see through multiple census waves continuing to, to be to be disadvantaged but also housing estate you know in particular possibly new housing estates and developments where, where we're seeing uh, pockets of, of more affluence coming in as well. Uh, very often maybe where there's say, a new housing estate and you might have quite a um, a profile of new buyers very often coming in in sort of uh, managerial professional roles, dual earners. Uh, I suppose that there's so much uh, competition in the housing market that we're, we're seeing that quite regularly across the country.
1: Yeah. Um. I've spoken at length before to financial analysts of this, and one of the things they mentioned to me is Wexford, thankfully, has seen lots of employment, nearly full employment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you compare the salary structure in Wexford to elsewhere, we seem to be early in conce- We have a lot more people working, thankfully, but they're on the lower pay scale. This obviously is having an impact on the county. Mm-hmm.
0: So, well, I mean, one of the things that we we do measure as well is is both we we look at both employment, but then we also look at the type of employment. So, uh, is it you know managerial, professional, or is, is it sort of lower skilled uh, work? Um, you know, and, and that is certainly one of the measures. And as I say, w- when we look on average, uh, Wexford is marginally below average in terms of in terms of those measures. When we look at the areas of particular, as, as you've mentioned, persistent disadvantaged, we do still see small pockets where there's very high levels of unemployment, even at, at the national level, you know, the, the, the language used can be that of, of full employment, but for certain communities you know, certain, and we're talking down to the small level here of, of say, housing estates uh, for certain communities, you know, we are still seeing unemployment rates well up into 30-40%.
1: Alright, so exactly
0: what you actually do at Pobble what do you mm-hmm. do? Uh, so public works on behalf of uh, government in respect of uh, managing a number of different uh, well over 40 uh, programs so it's everything from the national Childcare scheme uh, right through the, to the seniors alert scheme we've been involved in a lot of programs in respect of, of social inclusion and many where we utilize the public HP deprivation index in order to target resources towards those that, that most need it so for example the social inclusion community activation program uh, is a uh, program that we manage on behalf of the Department of Rural and Community Development which again would heavily utilize the index in terms of, of uh, targeting resources and support to those communities that are most uh, most disadvantaged. We also make the index available to other government departments and agencies. So, for example, uh, the Department of Education would uh, w- I suppose would be uh, known for utilising the index uh, to identify schools for the the DASH, uh, Dash program. And it's also very widely used uh, in, in respect of health to work for a lot of health planning.
1: Yeah, it was Dr Ray Griffin I was speaking to from SETU in Waterford. He talked to me about uh, mm-hmm. the salary structure here at Wexford amongst the many items that mm-hmm. I've spoken to him about recently. So the results of this data then, uh, you give me a little insight as to what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but obviously the thing we'd like to do is to see Wexford come back up above the national average. Mm-hmm. What's the chance of us, if, uh, like what, what, what do we need to do as a county to get at the national average or even back up above it please?
0: Uh, well, I, I suppose that is the million dollar question, isn't it? The million euro question. And um, one of the things that has been the driver, uh, one of the things that has been the driver in many of the counties that are coming up marginally above average. And again, you know, when you're when you're averaging up small areas, it's always going to be marginally above or marginally below when we get to a, a larger geographic unit. And um, one of the things that we have seen in the counties where. That are marginally above average is actually population influx. Is people coming into the county uh, tends to be one of the drivers of, I suppose, what we would term demographic vitality. And in particular, in the more uh, rural areas where you have people coming into towns and coming into villages, that's very that's a very good thing for the long term economic potential of the area. Uh, you know, so, so certainly what we're seeing in some of the counties that uh, that have have uh, scored marginally above average is that they've been slightly higher in Terms of uh, the national population growth, which on average is been 8%. Um, so, so, certainly, that's been one, one of the drivers in, in some of the counties that have scored marginally above. Southeast Radio's morning mix.